And now I'd like to introduce Dr. Jay Xu, the Executive Director and CEO of the Asian Art Museum, to extend greetings on behalf of the museum. Since joining the museum, Dr. Xu has led the campaign to expand the gallery spaces, transforming the museum into a premier destination, not only for traditional Asian art and culture, but also as a home for contemporary artists. Dr. Xu. Good morning. Speaking of a hard, tough act to follow, how about that singing? Wow. And once again, may I propose another huge round of applause for our line dance artists and our singer. Just amazing. San Francisco is truly full of talents. And what a full house this morning. Thank you so very much for all of you physically here and for all of you online participating in this landmark event. Asia Museum is a people's house. This is your museum. So, so very welcome for this event. So our entire staff, our board, our board chair, Fred Levin is with us, our volunteers, and all our friends and families, welcome. Asia Museum has been serving our community for more than 50 years. The last 20 of which were here, have been here. And we moved here, really underscore the central importance of the Asian and Asian American art and culture in the civic life of the San Francisco Bay Area. Because we're at city center. We're across the plaza from City Hall, another people's house. So this is the place for us to celebrate. I think it's so honored and appropriate, I feel, to hosting this events at the Asian Museum. So many thanks to our U.S. Postal Service for your partnership, for your confidence in utilizing Asian Museum as a platform. Honoring Lunar New Year with this special stamp events reflects the growing recognition of our community's vitality and centrality to American life. And also, it enables us to tell more stories about Asian traditions, our past, our present, and our future and the ingredients that are essential to the common life that we all live together. So this Lunar New Year is for all. The stamps is for all. You know, I have to put in a sort of a personal small anecdote because I was a stamp collector when I was a little. And I always loved Lunar New Year stamps. And it enabled me actually to communicate in writing with friends, and the new acquaintances in other countries. Because stamps goes everywhere, and we collect them. It's a piece of memory. The memory defines our friendship, defines the value that we can, together, make a better world. So I'm so happy also to mention that I myself was born in the year of the rabbit. So <laughs> rabbit in 2023 is a year of hope, prosperity, and good luck, something we all can use these days, and togetherness. We are so happy to have you here and to make ourselves accessible with free admission to our first floor galleries, including special exhibitions in our new pavilion right below. To celebrate Lunar New Year, we hope you can come back again soon between now and February the 5th.
We will have family art making, storytelling, artistic programs, and much more. So please check our website to exciting, for exciting opportunities that you can participate. You can celebrate yourself, your family, your loved one, your friends, and together our community. So thank you so very much, and a happy new year. All the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Xu, for your leadership. And I remember 20 years ago, Aaron Peskin and I were on the Board of Supervisors um, when the Gold, uh, Asian Art Museum was in Golden Gate Park. And this really is the People's Museum because the city actually sponsors a lot of uh, what is here today and the move here to this beautiful uh, location. Back then, Mayor Willie Brown uh, was the mayor, strongly supported uh, the move from Golden Gate Park, and then our mayor, Gavin Newsom. So this is truly um, the People's Museum. And we thank you for being a stamp collector, because we need more stamp collectors. <laughs> we need more coin collectors, young people, right? I mean, this is what keeps a lot of these traditions and history and education alive for the next generation through our stamps and through our coins. Now I have the privilege of introducing the 45th mayor of the great city, the Honorable London Breed. Mayor Breed. <laughs> mayor Breed has dedicated her career to public service, having served on many city commissions and the Board of Supervisors, including being the president of the Board of Supervisors before becoming mayor. During her administration, she has prioritized policies and programs to address some of the most crucial issues facing the city, including leading the recovery efforts and keeping us safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. San Francisco is also known for its diverse demographics, and Mayor Breed is widely respected as a leader committed to promoting and embracing diverse cultures. Everyone, please welcome Mayor London Breed. Thank you to our amazing treasurer, Fiona Ma. We are so happy to have you back in San Francisco whenever we have the opportunity to work with you and celebrate with you. And today is such a wonderful occasion. I know that we have people from everywhere. We have our US Postal Service representatives that flew all the way to San Francisco from Washington, DC. We have a member of our Board of Governors here that will say a few words later from Los Angeles with his great family and so many of our elected leaders and officials. And I want to thank our Council Generals for being here from China, from Indonesia and Japan, and a representative from Korea. San Francisco is such an amazing place. And we consistently talk about our celebration of diversity as our strength. And I want to take the opportunity to really recognize the US Postal Service and this time-honored tradition. In fact, the first unveiling of this stamp hasn't happened in San Francisco since 2015. And I know that Claudine Chen takes personal pride in the fact that 30 years ago, she was instrumental in pushing to make sure that the Postal Service of the United States recognizes the need to produce such a iconic stamp that really signify and uplift the Asian culture, not only here in the United States, but this represents thousands of years of history. It's a chance during Lunar New Year to promote 
this community in such an extraordinary way. And as we celebrate the year of the rabbit, I hope for San Francisco that we continue to see mercy and kindness and all the things that the year of the rabbit represents as we deal with the challenges around our economic recovery. But we also know that this community has not been without its challenges. In fact, during the COVID pandemic, we saw not only this community get discriminated against, but we saw an uprising of anti-Asian hate. And I am so proud of what we did here in San Francisco, how we build bridges and how we came together, especially with people like Claudine leading the way and building those bridges and creating opportunities for the Asian community and the black community to do programming together. Working with Community Youth Center and working with our street violence intervention program and self-help for the elderly, we created an escort program, a program that not only made sure that we had eyes and ears of people who looked out for our seniors and communities, but they've spent over 10,000 hours helping to support and get our seniors to their various places. And we served over 1,000 seniors in San Francisco with this amazing program. And as a result, we have seen a significant decline in the number of hate crimes committed against the Asian community in this city. And I want to thank community, and I want to thank our San Francisco Police Department for all the amazing work that they did to get us here. So now the celebration begins. Now the amazing works begins. I just yesterday, it feels like forever ago, but it was just yesterday I was with supervisors Aaron Peskin and Connie Chan at the gate of, and, and I see Matt Dorsey here as well, at the gate of uh, Chinatown to really talk about safety and to make it clear to this community that we are going to work together to do everything we can to make sure that during this most significant time in the community's history and culture that we keep the community safe. I am truly looking forward to all the great events, to the various activities, the various parades. The February 4th will be the Lunar New Year Parade, and let me tell you something, it's like no other city. So those of you from LA and DC, you've seen nothing until you've participated and been a part of the amazing festivities of the Lunar New Year Parade, celebrated like no other city right here in San Francisco. So you can clap for that, sure. So much to celebrate, and, and, and typically we have this stamp unveiling in City Hall, and it's usually after the major event, and we know that this is significant today. And so again, I want to thank Claudine for her work and her advocacy, um, the work that she not only does to help promote cross-cultural relationships, the work that she does year-round to ensure that the history and the culture of the Asian community as a whole is celebrated and honored in only ways that we know how to do in San Francisco. So I'm looking forward to an exciting time, Jay. People visiting the Asian Art Museum, people going to Chinatown and spending a lots and lots of money. And don't forget to bargain, because they will give you a deal if you really fight for it. People eating and enjoying some of the great food and the cuisine. 
it is just really an amazing and real special city. And it's celebrated in so many ways. That's why people like our treasurer, uh, Fiona Ma, and, and our other state elected leader, more recently, Malia Cohen, that's why even though they served on the Board of Supervisors, they continue to come back time and time again because they know San Francisco is the place to be to celebrate our history, our culture, our diversity, which is really an important part of our strength. Thank you all so much for being here and choosing San Francisco to do this first unveiling of this wonderful stamp. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor, for your leadership, uh, your commitment, your passion, your compassion uh, to protecting all of us, not only here in the Asian community, but anybody, all the residents here in San Francisco. So, also, thank you for talking about taxes. As your state banker, I am always concerned about revenues coming to the state. So. We look forward to the Chinese New Year's Parade where millions of people will be coming to San Francisco to spend money. So today, uh, we have a number of special guests in the audience today and I'd like to acknowledge them at this time. Please hold your applause until the end because this list is a little bit uh, long. Uh, first off, the mayor mentioned our newly elected state controller, our CFO of the state of California, Malia Cohen. From the San Francisco Board of Supervisors, where did Aaron Peskin go? He left, okay. Um, I saw Supervisor Connie Chan. Supervisor Matt Dorsey. Supervisor Myrna Melgar. In addition, we also have City Attorney David Chu and Assessor Joaquin Torres. We also have the fabulous Sheriff Paul Miyamoto. We have appointed officials and city commissioners, city librarian Michael Lambert, police commissioner Larry Yee, airport commissioner Malcolm Young, human rights commissioner Irene Yee Riley, Small Business Commissioner Cynthia Hui, Entertainment Commissioner Al Perez, Art Commissioner Yi Ying Lu, Historic Preservation Commissioner Lydia So, Film Commissioner Claudine Chang, who we'll hear from shortly. And we have a special guest, Catherine Liang, Miss California 2022. And also representatives of the Consular Corps, the Consul General of China, Consul General of Indonesia, and representatives from the Consulate of Korea and Japan. All right, now it's the moment we've been waiting for, our stamp dedication. To do the honors, I'm pleased to present our dedicating official, the U.S. Postal Service Governor Derek, Derek Khan.
The Postal Service Board of Governors is comparable to a corporation's board of directors. The board directs the organization's expenditures, long-range planning, and policies. Governor Khan was appointed, by the, appointed to the board by President Biden early this year. Prior to his appointment, he held several high-level positions in the federal government, including Deputy Director of the White House Office of Management and Budget and Undersecretary at the U.S. Department of Transportation. He was also a member of the White House Coronavirus Task Force and Operation Warp Speed. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome U.S. Postal Service Governor Derek Kahn. Good morning. Thank you, Treasurer Ma. The USPS is a huge organization. We have a $78 billion budget, but Treasurer Ma has a four times as big budget, $300 billion. So I can only imagine how big Treasurer Ma's day, day must be. Thank you, Mayor Breed, for, for your kind words, for inspiring us, and for bringing this city together. Mayor Breed, as many of you know, is the first African-American mayor in the city's history and breaking barriers and paving the way for, for many African-Americans behind her. Um, thank you, everyone here at the Chong Moon Lee Center for Asian Art Culture for hosting today's event. Jay, this is a beautiful museum in one of the most beautiful cities in this country. And thank you all, thank each and every one of you for being here today as we dedicate the Year of the Rabbit Forever Stamp. While I'm not lucky enough to have been born in the Year of the Rabbit myself, my 12-year-old son, Evan, <laughs> was born. <laughs> I'm glad that he and my family, Connie, Jordan, Evan, Avery, could be here. St stand up. <laughs> the Lunar New Year is an important celebration for many Asian people with an estimated 1.5 billion people around the world marking this special occasion. The origins of this holiday date back many centuries when China's rural communities and farmers used the lunar solar calendars to mark the seasons. The second new moon after the winter solstice marked the end of winter and the beginning of summer. And for many of these busy farmers and families, it was one of the few times in the year that they could rest and reconnect with their loved ones. Over time, the Lunar New Year became a time to reflect on our ancestors who came before us and to mark the beginning of a new year. And I cannot think of a better or more appropriate acknowledgement of this holiday than to mark it with a United States postage stamp. Just as the Lunar New Year celebrates and represents new beginnings, the United States represented a new beginning for millions of Asian immigrants with the Postal Service serving as an incredible source of opportunity for these new Americans. The first wave of Asian Americans came to these shores, shores just a few miles from here, in the middle of the 19th century. And like others, they came in search of opportunity to build a better life for themselves and their children. And in the generation since, Asian Americans have proudly authored our own pages in the American history book. Asian immigrants helped build the first transcontinental railroad and were leaders in the fight for labor rights and better working conditions. Asian Americans fought bravely for their country during Second World War, even as they faced internment and discrimination back home. 
And in the decades that followed, Asian Americans have made important contributions for our country in the development of many fields, including atomic science, space exploration, and computer technology. And if you look around this room, you'll find Asian Americans at the leading part of their tradecrafts, from law enforcement to museum sciences. So all around this community, you see Asian Americans at the top of their organizations leading great, great institutions. These stories of opportunity resonate deeply with me because I experienced it myself. My parents came to the United States from Taiwan, and like many others, my mom didn't have the opportunity to go to college, but rather instilled in me a strong work ethic and ensured that her children would, not have, the op would have opportunities that she did not have. My, provide, my father provided me with a similar growth mindset and a strong desire to give back to the community. And so when I was nominated to serve on the Board of Governors for the U.S. Postal Service, I felt a tremendous sense of pride and responsibility. Growing up, many of my friends that had parents were postal service workers. And like my own parents, they were recent immigrants. And the postal service provided them with the first sturdy rungs they could climb to build a career and join the American middle class. For generations, the postal service was the American middle class dream. It is a tradition that continues today with more than 49,000 postal employees who identify as Asian. They are letter carriers, processing clerks, sales associates, and branch supervisors. Altogether, Americans of Asian descent make up 8% of the postal workforce and more than 11% of the postal service clerks. In fact, half of all postal employees are from minority groups. That is, the postal service did DEI before DEI was even a term. This diversity is a reminder of how the Postal Service is a unifying force for all Americans. The Postal Service brings together people through communication. It unites our country across rural and urban regions. It helps our small businesses and entrepreneurs. It creates opportunities for people regardless of their race or background. And through its postage stamps, it honors the rich heritage that immigrants of all backgrounds have brought to the United States. The diverse heritage is reflected in the stamp that we issue today. For more than three decades, the Postal Service has issued stamps highlighting the Lunar New Year, and they are some of the most successful stamp releases in our history. Now, at this time, I would like to invite our participants to the stage for the official dedication of the Year of the Rabbit Forever stamp. This Year of the Rabbit stamp highlights the colors red, pink, and purple, and they're said to be lucky for people born in the Year of the Rabbit, like my son Evan. The three-dimensional mask is a contemporary take on the long tradition of paper-cut folk art, and it is reminiscent of the elaborate masks used in lion or dragon dances, like the one we saw today, often performed during Lunar New Year parades. The patterns in the stamp are reflective of Asian textiles, while the crescent shape in the rabbit's head evokes the lunar calendar on which this holiday is based. I want to thank Antonio, Akala, 
who designed this dam, and Camille Chu, who created the three-dimensional mask on which this art is based. As we use this stamp in the weeks ahead, let us reflect on the American journey and the millions of Americans, Asian Americans, who have helped walk in it. Thank you again for joining us today. Thank you, Derek, and to the U.S. Postal Service for modernizing uh, this year's stamp. Now, before we hear from our final speakers, we have a special performance for you. Please welcome the Lily Kai Chinese Dance Company for a traditional ribbon dance.
What a mesmerating, mesmerizing performance. I wish we had time for more. And I believe the president of the dance company, Miss Lily Kai, is here with us today in person. Lily? Okay, one more round of applause for the Lily Kai Dance Company. And now, for the final speaker of this ceremony, let us welcome Miss Claudine Chang. The president of the APA Heritage Foundation and a trustee of the Asian Art Museum, and one of my good friends, we've been doing this for, what, 25 years, Claudine, and it never gets tiring. Perhaps Ms. Chang is the person most familiar with the story of the Lunar New Year stamp. 30-some years ago, the idea of the stamp came from the Organization of Chinese Americans, OCA, Georgia chapter member Jean Chen, who felt strongly that the stories and experiences of Asian Americans could be told on a stamp, much like what the Black Heritage and Hispanic Heritage commemorative stamp series was able to achieve. When Claudine became the national president of OCA, she was inspired by the idea and led a national advocacy campaign urging the US Postal Service to issue a stamp honoring Chinese and Asian American culture and contributions. And the rest is history. Please welcome Claudine Chang. Thank you, thank you everyone for being here. Like the bridge of that was very proud of them. Um, I think the, the STEM every year reminded me about what communities can do if we put our minds together when we set our mind on it. And it, it really wasn't easy. When I think back last night, I took out a binder that I have uh, for this particular project. And I thought about every year this time about Jin Chen. I'm glad that Fiona mentioned about Jin Chen. Because not only she inspired me, not only because of the idea of the STEM, but she, she represented to me that one person, one idea can make such a big difference. Um, maybe I do know a little bit about more about the history of the STEM <laughs> here because, um, in fact, Jean's idea for the stamp, she started thinking about it in 1986, 1987. At the time, she sent a letter to the United States Postal Service. Her, on her wish list uh, was a, a stamp to be issued in 1993 to celebrate the 50th anniversary or commemoration of the repeal of the Chinese Exclusion Act. The other option uh, she's recommended was in 1994 for the 125-year anniversary of the completion of the Transcontinental Railroad, which many of us know, uh, majority, if not all, of the laborers were Chinese immigrants at the time, and they were not recognized for their work. And Jean felt that these were really compelling subjects to be on the stem because she saw how, at that time, already we have uh, the Black Heritage series and other cultural series, and they were so effective in telling the stories of the different ethnic communities. In the end, um, yes, in, in the end, uh, I think the idea that won over uh, the, the committee that make decision on the stamps is the, our New Year, our Lunar New Year series. In the beginning, actually, um, it, wasn't, it, long, it was known as the Happy New Year stamp because as you, many of you may remember, that we always have 
Merry Christmas stamps, we have Happy Easter stamps, but actually for the longest time, we, we didn't have a New Year stamp in this country. So they put everything together, one and one, and the, the, in the first few years, the Lunar New Year series was known as uh, the Happy New Year series. Uh, we are very happy with that decision, not only because um, it is really an important cultural tradition, but it is also a festival that was celebrated by many, many uh, ethnic groups in the Asia Pacific. This is widely celebrated within our community. Um, when you look at, when you're talking about 30 years celebration, over there are posters that, was, uh, that have some of the previous stamps on it. The first stamp, the first 12 years, actually some of you may remember because you have followed the stamps, um, was the first 12 stamps, because the lunar calendar is 12 years, uh, was designed by artist Clarence Lee uh, of Hawaii. And the design concept is the cut out of the stamps. So it's very clear to see what year, what is the zodiac animal of the year. A few 14, 15, 16 years later, uh, a second artist was engaged, uh, Cam Mack of New York, and Cam decided to be different and receive very festive and happy images, flowers, fruits, and all kinds of, all sorts of things that we associate, the thinking that associate uh, with the celebration of the new year. And of course, starting from the year 2020, now we have what we call the New Age series. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when you look at uh, the current series, uh, it's very innovative. Uh, it's a different interpretation uh, of what the zodiac animal is. In fact, I was just telling Mayor Breed that I have heard uh, some comments recently. Oh, it looks like a rabbit from Avatar. Um, so, I mean, it, it is very cute. It's very, it's very innovative, it, and it's a new interpretation. And the fact is that no matter which design and you look at, it, beyond the art, beyond the design, there is a story. There is a story, uh, Governor Khan talk, talked about how, you know, this is a communication, a tool of communication. I mean, this is a story and behind every stem, no matter what the design is, we, we would like to share um, the, this part of the tradition of, of the Asian community. And fast forward to today, um, Mayor Britt has talked about our effort citywide under her leadership and the Human Rights Commission, how we always look for every single opportunity to bring communities together, to learn more about each other's tradition, heritage, and the STEM has a unique spot, a unique place uh, to do that. So there is much to be said after all that we, after the last two or three years of Zoom meetings and getting so used to uh, online communication, there is a spot, a space uh, for the STEM. We hope that it will stay forever. Um, right? Can we some enthusiasm here? We want more stamps to be issued and more subject matters. There are a lot more subject matters, you know, besides just the Lunar New Year that we can send to the United States Postal Service for your consideration in the future. Um, so in closing, as we're thinking about the 30 years, I really just want to also take this opportunity to thank uh, all the organizations and people like th th from 30 some years ago that believe in this vision, believe that we need, we would like to see a commemorative stamp done, we let them make phone calls and send letters. I specifically uh, want to pay tribute to our two congressional representatives at the time in 1991 that worked closely with us, uh, Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi. Uh, I think her staff, uh, Sabrina Sun, is here with us today. Thank you so much. Um, and former, 
Nancy's always there. And, and former Congresswoman Barbara Boxer. Both of them had bent over backwards and do the extra mile to support what our community was advocating for and to be on our side and help to navigate and guide away. So, you know, nothing happens by itself. There's no accident. A lot of people, a lot of organizations get together to make things happen. And we will continue to do that. Thank you for the opportunity and I wish you all Happy New Year. Thank you, and as Claudine mentioned, uh, Jean Chan was a chapter member of the Organization of Chinese Americans. And today, our last speaker is a very special guest. Linda Eng is the national president of OCA, a national advocacy and education organization headquartered in Washington, DC. They were established in 1973 in our country's capital, and OCA has been at the forefront working in collaboration with a wide coalition of civil rights organizations providing a strong voice on national issues that impact the AAPI communities. Ms. Linda Eng. Thank you, Diana. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me to be a part of today's ceremony and the opportunity to share a few words with you. This year is an historic one as we are celebrating the 50th anniversary of the founding of OCA. Thank you. OCA is a national civil rights organization headquarters in Washington, D.C., with 50 chapters and affiliates across the country, of which four of them are based here in the Northern California. Founded in 1973, as Filana said, as the Organization of Chinese American, OCA has evolved into a truly pan-Asian organization, advocating for the Asian and Pacific Islander Americans. When we think about what we have accomplished over the past 50 years, the Nuna New Year's commemorative stamps clearly stands out as an integral part of our efforts to promote cultural awareness and heritage. As you have all heard just now, we are so thankful to Jin Chong of our Georgia chapter and Claudine Chan, our former national president, for their roles and visions to make the Nuna New Year stamps a reality over 30 some years ago. Now each year, OCA chapters across the countries observe the Nuna New Year celebration by unveiling of the Lunar New Year stamps with the U.S. Postal Service. Today, I am delighted to be here to continue this tradition and celebrate the New Year of the Rabbit. Now, more than ever, as everybody said and agreed, that we communicate online with email, Zoom, or text. But I must say, I find it very, very refreshing 
when I got a letter or even a greeting card in the mail. Don't you agree? I mean, you're seeing the Christmas card is getting less and less, right? But when you get one, it's just, wow. Today is a celebration. This celebration clearly shows the same. Are not just a postage, but a means to promote, recognize, and communicate. The Nuna Nulia stamps is a great reminder that there's so much within our traditions to be proud of, to cherish, and to share. So I want to give a shout out to our national executive team. They are here with me today. So if you are there, wave your hand. Our executive director, yes, thank you. Thank you. What about our executive uh, vice president? No. But anyway, we are here to support you. And on behalf of OCA, I'd like to thank the U.S. Postal Service for continuing the Lunar New Year stamp series. And I also want to give a great thank you to the Asian Art Museum for today's celebration. But most important of all, I wish all of you a happy new year of the rabbit. Thank you. Thank you, Linda, and I also want to recognize uh, City Attorney David Chu, who joined us. Thank you, Linda and OCA. We have one more partner who was not able to come. Uh, Donald Liu is president of the Chinese Chamber of Commerce. The Chinese Chamber has been known for presenting the country's largest Lunar New Year parade, which will be on February 4th. When you arrived at the museum this morning, I hope you saw the rabbit statue on the front steps. This is also part of the Chinese Chamber's project. There are five colorful rabbit statues located in different parts of the city. I hope you get to see them and take some nice pictures. We invite you to go to the, Chinese, uh, the website, ChineseParade.com, to learn more about this year's flower fair that is happening this weekend and the parade and street fair that is taking place on February 4th. In addition, for a listing of some of the key Lunar New Year celebration events in San Francisco, you can check out the Lunar New Year Celebration Guide at the website apasf.org, apasf.org. We are truly fortunate to have organizations such as OCA, the Chinese Chamber of Commerce, the Asian Art Museum, and our elected uh, city family and many others that work together to support this stamp and promote the appreciation of diverse APA cultural heritage in San Francisco and in the country. So we are at the end of today's ceremony and just a quick reminder, you can purchase your Year of the Rabbit stamps and other items at the Postal Service booths located right outside this hall. You can also go online to visit the the website WSPS.com store to purchase additional stamps. Our program participants will be there shortly to autograph today's program and other commemorative items. And last but not least, you are in the best Asian art museum in the country. This is a
This is a great opportunity to visit the galleries on the first floor and see the current exhibits. Thank you again for attending today's event. You've been a great audience. Enjoy your visit to the museum, and I wish you all a very happy, healthy, and prosperous Year of the Rabbits. Thank you.